excited for today. I'm excited to be next to my one and only. I'm calling you my one and only now. But we're not matching today. Why? Um, You know what? I thought let's just break it up a little bit and mm. then from the next episodes we'll be right back to I it. I don't know if you guys have noticed but see when I literally have like this teleconnector cuckoo suit. Yes. Where like we come dressed the same and exactly. we do not ever plan it. Yeah. Next time. Don't worry. I'll just shake it up a bit. Okay. So yeah. today <laughs> we have somebody that, oh guys, she has shaken up the industry. Mm. She's one of those revolutionaries. Mm-hmm. She is a game changer and a make changer. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? I see what She's you also do. my ex-boss, so I kind of have to be on best behavior right <sighs> <Okay>. now because, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is the other Sibu, but I think we're going to have a debate about who is the main <laughs> one. It is Miss Sibu Mabena. How are you doing? <laughs> but- <laughs> I do my own intro. No, I noticed sound effects and everything. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, I should record your intro and have Mm -hmm. it as my thing. Wow. Thanks. Why did you look at me funny when I said ex-boss? No, because, you know, I think you've had so many jobs, Lerai. Mm-hmm. Um, and for someone so young, mm. you've made so much money. So a couple of us are your ex-bosses, babe. Oh, Couple. You're, you you're probably the youngest, most hired person, like, including the UN. And stuff. <laughs> Hey? Wow. I don't believe that she got you there. I like I. <laughs> so guys, we have a game here. Um, you know how we do it at the State of the Strong, a bull brand podcast. We got to show off how strong our guests are yeah. with a game called Sixty Seconds of. Strong. So this must be like mind strong, yeah? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Not do. <laughs> so we won't have to pick up anything. We're not going to make you lift hands or anything. <laughs> nah, I can't do it. Personally, I'm so. very physically unstrong. <laughs> this is how the game's going to go. I've yeah. got a jar full of a bunch of things on pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. You read them, answer it. First thing that comes to mind. Super easy, super okay. straightforward. You can do it. So I must read them. Yes. yes. And I must think and speak at the same time. Exactly. Yes. And drive. It's like driving. Mm. It's okay. easier when you you're the boss of the this. people. Now you have to do their job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. car. I haven't seen Sue. Oh You're going to make me cry. Okay. Please, please, can we not? This is how rumors start. People yeah, think, yeah, you know, I'm out there. Is that Bentley outside? What? Uh, we have 60 I seconds. I borrowed it from so many. Are you ready? Shame, <laughs> give her the foot. Uh, and, uh, d- down, down. Face. Some, uh, there we go. <laughs> okay, ready? so. 60 seconds. What happens? I read you an answer. You just read answer. We'll keep handing them to you. Shop. Okay. Cool. Ready? Three, two, one, go. All right. Um, my biggest strength is thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the type of parent I would be is, wow, a supportive one. I believe the South African government is, is um, doing a lot but could do better. <laughs> if I were an animal, I would be an eagle. Mm-hmm. Um, a word I can't pronounce. Super califragilist, some, some, super cal- yeah. 30 seconds. South Africa is the most amazing country in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality show I would be on is, oh, oh, strictly come dancing. Okay. If I had a superpower, it would be 
duplicating myself, being in four places at the same time. Mm. My most used emoji is the laughing emoji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I won the lotto today, I would not tell anybody. Ten seconds. The youth of SA are freaking incredible. If I were president for a day, wow, um, I would give. Yes, there's too many things. I would do. I would hire more people to do more things because we have a lot of things to do as a country. Time, 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 time. Put that down, ma'am. Put that down. Give me my money. Put that. Let's see. Let's count them up. Let's count them up. Let's count them up. That was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty good. Okay, what do we got? These are really like subjective. Four, five, six, seven. Eight, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve. That's not bad. No, That's who got bread. the most? No, don't worry about it. It's okay. You don't have to tell okay, it. Let's not ruin the, the interview before we even start. We're not going to talk about it. Okay, who got yeah. the least? I think it was... Was it George or it was Hungani? I don't know. I can't remember. I mean, but as, you're as not, long as it wasn't me. No, no, no. You're like middle, above average, like round Above there. average is okay. Is it, is it okay? It's okay. It's we there. can do He's above average. The I like that. <laughs> I like that. Well, nothing you ever do is above average. The first time, this is the first time I ever met this woman, okay? Uh, we're shooting a front cover for a magazine. Oh, Since damn. then, she has done things that make that look like child's play. Cover stars worldwide. I mean, it's what we do. Um, and I really want to delve. Name. I really, really want to delve into that. Um, I think a lot of people know you as. How can I say it? Uh, the Cebu of the past maybe five to ten years. They don't know that you've been doing this for a very long time. Fifteen mm. years, I'd yeah. even say. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about that? How how did that even begin? Hip hop dancing? Hip-hop Do people dancing, know eh? that she was locking and pop? <laughs> That's why I wore the outfit. I heard you were a hip hop dancer. So I, was, I like, was. How did how how does that even start? Um, so I actually, you know, in crash, I used to do ballet and uh-huh. modern dancing and then, um, got to grade one, I started tap mm-hmm. and then I made friends in the dancing thing. And that became like my life. Dancing became yeah. my life as a kid, um, changed schools and the group of friends that I made were all going to hip hop dancing sure. after school. So I joined them and I was good enough to stay. Um, we were at Annette Nyande dancing school in mm-hmm. Centurion at Springvale primary. Um, that woman changed my life. Really incredible woman mm. put me on the South African hip hop dance team. So we were now competing overseas. And I think my first travel experience with the dance team, at least I was 12. Yeah. Um, we competed in Germany, did quite well, made the top 20 at that time. Wow. Um, mm. Yeah. Competing against other countries. Like we were, it was the Olympics of dancing, yeah. right? You would have <laughs> um, black kids, white kids, Indian mm. kids, colored kids, all dancing together. And it was our thing. When yeah. we're not doing school, we're doing dancing. When we're not doing dancing, you're doing school. Yeah. So it also instilled a lot of discipline in me because dancing is a fun thing. It's, it's really not a, it's, it's a nice to have. So you're always trying to convince your parents that that's the one thing they shouldn't take away. Sure. Cause your marks are good. So it instills this like excellence driven mentality, yeah. teamwork, leadership. And, um, yeah, I was on the dance team for about six years before I became. A choreographer for the team mm. and a coach. And then I started my own dance crew, uh, Fly Nation. I thought it would be really cool to have an all-girl dance yeah. team. Um, and my thing was really to just kind of teach other girls to do things for themselves. Mm. And this was really before women running the world was mm. like an actual strong narrative and Beyonce coming with, you know, her thing. Yeah. Um 
And Fly Nation got us into street dancing. And we did Strictly Hip Hop, which was a dance competition in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. And we met other dance crews and we're like, oh my gosh, the world of street dancing is an actual thing. Yeah. Um, it was the time of You Got Served. <laughs> it was the time of yes. Step dun, Up. Dun, and dun, 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 it was a fun time How does that then become Masters of Rhythm And then that become mm-hmm. Duma Collective So Strictly Hip Hop Introduces us to all sorts of crews sure. okay. The repertoires Clinch 4D All of these people Who were doing Really cool things on, And literally dancing On the streets Right mm. so We were the kids That were in dance studios With air conditioning And mirrors oh. Where <laughs> The others Like the reps and stuff They yeah. were literally Rehearsing in front of um, The market theatre sure. In town So Engaging with them Networking with them Became Yo come You know Come see what we do Where we are And um, I got into Street dancing that way I actually auditioned for the repertoires mm. and got in. Mm. Um, and then I'm in. Why does she not do Now that? I'm in Joburg yeah. and I was taking taxis, like two taxis from school to get to town, uh, walking through Bree Street wow. um, in my private school uniform, you know, because I want to go be part of the street dancing movement. But that enters me into the world of Masters of Rhythm. And the story with Masters of Rhythm. Um, Facebook, wow, what a time So (laughs) there was a huge community on Facebook And you know, you can see who are the people Behind the things, so Simba was one of them Jay Kayembe was one of them, Fred Etc, and I would stalk them On like the Masters of Rhythm event page To say, yo, please can I work, please can I work I'm trying to DM them, and they weren't hearing me So Mm. I said, you know what, these ones are going to know me Mm. Bought a ticket um, Got to the venue, it was Standard Bank Arena at the time Quite early, I think I was there at 6am Because I knew the people who do the event get there early. Early, yeah. So let me get there early mm. If I'm trying to engage with them mm. And um, by God's grace I was able to interact with Simba And I was like dude I want to work He said what are you going to do I said but you're judging And you're running the event So who's going to be holding your phone Whilst mm. you're busy judging mm. And he's like okay cool You can do that So let me be your PA for the day mm. And through that initiative I was able to <laughs> um I was dealing with jock. I was dealing with talent. So when Dales is at the gate, he's calling and I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to come get Sorry, you. How old are you at this time? 16. Hectic. Okay. And <laughs> it's, okay. Um, it's a combination of things, you know, having seen what working is like through my parents, mm-hmm. also being a disciplined dancer, yeah. part of a team, also being exposed to different events, like having gone to dance competitions overseas, then the strictly, I mean, the strictly hip hops of the world. All of that kind of stuff shapes, uh, shapes your mind into doing things a certain way. So it's not that I was 16 doing so much. No, I was 16 having been exposed to a lot of things and I was able to make decisions that then lead to me being here today. So Masters of Rhythm, mm-hmm. networking, learning all sorts of things, but a really pivotal, um, I think, part in my journey was me becoming a bartender at the Sands. Mm. Oh, wow. Wait, I want to stop you. I want to stop you. Because wait, you see 16 years old. Yeah. Everything that she's just spoken mm-hmm. about is the little snowball yeah. that created the avalanche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you're because such a smart child. <laughs> Listen, I've had to deal with this for weeks. Okay. These are such quotable words. Every time. But, you know, Sibu Mabena is literally somebody that is always on brand. Yeah. Like, when she is sleeping, she is the person that you are seeing yeah. right now. If she's on the plane, yeah. she's the person that you are seeing right now. Did yeah. you see when we're playing the game, the question about the government, and she was like, she had to stay <laughs> she had to on work. brand. Yeah. 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 Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just, it's things like that, that Sibu has literally, is she's the type of person that's doing a million things at once. Yeah. She was a student, and I 
want you to go into yeah. this A student and doing serious things Getting paid serious money mm-hmm. Not just student money yeah. That's serious Grown up but money like, We can look at it and be like yes <laughs> I mean it wasn't serious money Because I didn't have to pay taxes on Fair it. enough yes, Stars but don't it come for me It still was serious Because that is the capital that created yeah. this Well Company that mm. is your taking the industry by storm, quite literally. Thank Please you. walk us through what happened with you being in university and sort of those yeah. first big experiences that started the company that now is Duma Collective, but was first Mbutuma. Oh, you did your research. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to fast track through the story because it is sure. 15 years worth mm. of doing things. Mm. Um, so cool. Masters of Rhythm happens. They finally employ me sure. <laughs> because the girl did the things. Exactly. Then um, I'm now learning how to engage with brands, TV production companies, um, and then obviously the dance world and all of that. Jay Kayemba, who played a really, really, really important role in my journey, um, then started his own thing and brought me along. So we did um, Street Crit, which was one of the biggest culture exhibitions mm-hmm. of the time. And we worked on <laughs> something for an alcohol brand that Pro was a part of mm-hmm. as a judge. And we had to get crews together and they were competing for, I think it was 40,000 rand at the time, mm. but it was a really big deal. And that then showed my prowess as someone who could be organized, yeah. you know, putting together or using an Excel sheet. Okay. Mm. All the dance names, all the dancers names, their sizes, their phone numbers, contact details, something as basic as that. Mm. Um, I took very seriously putting together a PowerPoint presentation to explain the concept. I took very seriously and Jay taught me a lot about doing that. And that's what kind of got me into the world of the boardroom. I was in a boardroom at another alcohol home brand Mm. house, um, discussing the Kendrick Lamar three city tour. We were doing the dancing for all the support acts Mm -hmm. and the choreography and the creative direction behind it. So that kind of, um, I think that's what set the tone yeah. for a Duma collective to exist in the first place, mm-hmm. where I'm walking into boardrooms, speaking with brand managers, marketing managers, presenting our creative ideas to say, this is how we package something that is traditionally a street profession yeah. um, into the world of, um, you know, the corporate space. Mm. So fine. I'm now 18. I have to study something. I'm going to the University of Pretoria. Mm-hmm. To do political science and international relations. Jeez. <laughs> because, uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> also, I do come from uh, two parents who were in exile fighting for this country, came back home, and all I've known just growing up was really like the world of what is our government yeah. doing to improve our lives. So I, I, I took a keen interest in that. But things happened in the family where I had to then move back home. Mm-hmm. Um, to stay with my dad My stepmom passed away And I had a baby sister Who was nine months at the time So my dad needed help So I moved back to Joburg This is in my second year Like the end of my second year And I'm now staying with my dad I have friends I go out with them They are DJing mm. I'm there not making money They were making money So mm. I then asked for a job As a bartender And the actual strategy behind it Was that this is the land Of where marketing managers Brand managers Artists Event promoters um, Kind of converge yeah. And the venue is used As an event venue The venue is used As a performance venue The venue is used As a place where brands Can push their products So let me get into the ecosystem And see how I can fit in And mm. become a player In this industry 
industry. Let me become someone who is needed. And um, I started running the social media accounts for the Sands. So what that means is every brand manager that comes in to throw an event mm. needs to speak to me yeah. to promote their event. Yeah. When Dimples or Sibs Jolly from Jolly Bird, so a pop bottles or a good Sunday comes to the Sands, I'm the one that they need to speak to. Mm. When a Tealy who used to manage Casper at the time or a... Refilo for TKZ, etc., comes to throw a party. Um, I'm the one they need to speak to to yeah. promote the artists. As a bartender, I'm now serving their tables. Yeah. Um, I got to serve Tawasifulushe from, um, he's an NBA player when yeah. we threw the NBA game. He gave me a 2000 rand tip, um, because wow. his bill was, was 20,000 rand. More, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. um, Chris Brown, when yeah. he was at the Sands, I was serving their table. Mm. So it was just putting myself in positions where I would have the opportunity yeah. to engage with people and players um, in the game. So, Mutuma Communications. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a documentary. So here's where my degree actually gets used mm-hmm. in the context of marketing <laughs> entertainment. Mm. I used to do voiceovers. Oh, this story. Okay. So many things. <laughs> so everything. everything literally. I actually had an agent called Jolene Martins. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an actress, super amazing. And um, she put me on a project for a bank to do the training videos. And the production company then took a liking to me. And they knew that I had a politics degree or I was studying politics or whatever. So a year, I think it was actually three or four months after my degree ended. I was actually waiting for graduation, funny Mm. enough. They called me up and they said, hey, we've got a research project. We're doing a documentary for the Gauteng legislature. 20 years of the legislature. You studied politics. You can also help us produce it. You know how we work. Cool. Now I'm in the room and they tell me I could get paid because it was a three month project. I could get paid 30,000 rand a month or I could wait till the end and get paid a lump sum. Lump sum. <clears throat> but also if they're paying me as an individual mm-hmm. freelancer, then they're going to tax me 28%. Ah, okay. So then I say, but mm, that. No, that doesn't work for me. Start so, a company. Give me time. Yeah. I'll come back to you with a solution. Mm-hmm. Registered a company. Got you. Got myself a bank account as a company. And the name Mutuma is actually Istagazelo. So So it is our clan name. And I thought it would be really cool to have Mabena at my Istagazelo. Mm dot com as my email address because we're international and like all of those things was just packaging myself and trying to present myself as a proper business versus the freelancer thing so i have a company i'm now able to be registered as a vendor mm. on global accesses but global access was a production company on their system and now get paid as a company to company yeah. i'm not saying evade tax but <laughs> <laughs> it was the best way for me to get all yeah. the money possible at that time and um getting paid at the end of the project 90,000 rand i didn't know at that time is what would really set off the wheels mm-hmm. yeah. of duma collective being able to function like other agencies who are not black owned yeah. um and have had the privilege of access to capital mm-hmm. ahead of us so i'm 21 at yeah. the time 90,000 rand in my company bank account and remember when i spoke about the other boardroom i was in for the dancing thing there was a brand manager in there who really like took a liking and 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 i actually i think became passionate about youth empowerment because of what how difficult it was for Mm. youth to get into these spaces and he moved to another company and got there and had a project and he thought of me yeah and he was like dude are you able to do this thing? I'll actually credit him. His name is Jean-Dimitri van Dijk. What an incredible human being. And he gave us a chance. 
um, me, mm-hmm. a chance, because <laughs> it was just me at the time, and said, yo, this project, um, you could get paid 350 mm-hmm. but we can only pay you after 30 days. Mm. But now I need to be able to do the work sure. before the 30 days. I have 90,000 rand. So I built a campaign that would cost me 90, mm. but can bring in 350. 350. We're printing flyers. We're hiring a Twitter army. We've got street teams. We've got street sheets, t-shirts. We're marketing an event and we smashed it, dude. Mm. Like it was packed. It was trending. It was a thing. Yeah. And that's what got us into Viacom. Yeah. So we were doing work for MTV, MTV Base, BET, Comedy Central, because I had the capital yeah. to start. Meanwhile, there's now a 350,000 rand 30 days later in my account, but I'm taking taxis. Yeah. I'm taking the hard train. I'm using the bus because I figured there's going to be another campaign that yeah. comes yes. that's going to need this money. Yeah. So let me not buy a car now. I'll buy a car soon, mm. but not now. Mm. By the way, I'm living with my dad in a townhouse and he didn't need a big house at the time because, wow, I don't need to. Like, he's, it's just him, just, my little yeah. sister and my brother. Um, so I was sleeping on the couch. And it wasn't, it wasn't out of us living in, we're not poor. We're not Mm. poor. He was living in his means for his needs. Um, but I chose to sleep on the couch instead of getting my own place so that I could save money for a place that would be comfortable for me. So it's also just been a thing of waiting for the right time. Um, and making decisions that were for me and not like, it's happening around me. My friends yes. were getting big cars. Yeah, yeah, My friends yeah. were get like living on their own, Joe not Bank. reporting to anybody, mm-hmm. you know, living the city lights yeah. life. And here I am doing my thing, kind of sacrificing for the now so that I could drive the car I drive later. Today. Can I, can hey. I tell you something? Yeah. We're, we're talking now. I have to refer to you guys. Oh, am I in Banza now? now? Yeah. Wow. I love it. like that. I love you, it for you me. We even have the discussion. My name is gone. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing about Miss mm-hmm. Sibu Mabena mm-hmm. is that it's her superpower. It's her strength. Yeah. Right? And it is so influenced by the nature of South Africa. She, I don't think you would have that hustling nature within mm. you to be able to do so much had you not come from these, from the soil you get what i'm saying and her strength is the fact that and this is masterclass guys you Mm -hmm. need to be able to translate what she just said (laughs) the story that she just told here are the points yeah is that she is able to see the bigger picture from the beginning it's Mm -hmm. all about seeing the key elements and she even speaks about how her biggest takeaway from university one of sorry was that it taught her how to do things start things and finish them yeah Yeah. and that is such an important principle in life she has this innate ability to Mm -hmm. Understand important principles And then apply them yeah. In a way that makes it seem So simple because mm-hmm. it's That's how she speaks to it And that's how she's run, been able to Run a successful company yeah. And wow. translate it to everybody That works with her It's because she just knows how to Make this big thing Seem so simple yeah. And yeah. doable mm. How? <laughs> I know wow. that's simple. How? <laughs> um, look, there, there, I think there are a few things that we need to consider as people who are trying to achieve something. Um, if you look at the, the ANC of pre-94, such a massive task at hand as a liberation movement. They were trying to liberate the country from the shackles of apartheid. And... 
not knowing if you'll even be there to enjoy the fruits of your labor, but still putting in the most to mm. make sure that the goal is achieved, the objective is achieved, is kind of what I've taken on by saying, do what you say you will do. Because back then, that's what they were doing. They did what they said they would do. Um, consider that this is bigger than all of us. It's not just about you. So a Duma collective, for example, has to live beyond me. It can't be about what I can benefit today. It has to be about Sibu and Lerai's children finding an establishment that they can work in if they want to be creatives. Mm. And it is not reserved for people who are not black. We who are black and young and previously disadvantaged and marginalized do have a right to self-actualize in the things that make us happy. It doesn't have to be nursing, teaching, policing, um, that, yeah. that those are the jobs that are reserved for us. We can also be creatives and make money out of it. We can do cool things and make money out of it. We can have conversations, um, that promote brands yeah. and talk about our journeys and make money out of it. So. That's what is the goal and the dream behind a Duma Collective. And that was informed by our predecessors. Yeah. It was informed by where we come from, who we come from. I mean, my ancestors come from a, a, an environment of struggle, but also flourishing in that struggle. My grandfather on my mother's side, he was, he had a house with electricity mm. back when black people were not supposed to have mm. that. I have another, a great grandfather who's got schools named after him. Mm. And it's just knowing that Such if I'm flicks. from people like that, who am I to fail? Yeah, yeah. So if I'm surrounded by other people mm. that I can motivate and be an example to, then who are they to fail? Yeah. Um, and that's why I speak so much about my journey. That's why I promote so much on my social media about what we're doing, how we're doing it. Because if people don't know how to model themselves against what could be perceived as great in order for them to be better, then how do we expect people to be able to do more mm. than what they know? Yep. Whew. Uh, you've clearly met a lot of people. Um, I would love to know who's been your strongest influence over the years. Um, in my personal life or in the personal, world, everything, personal life, work life, whatever it is, it can even be more wow. than one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mom and dad, mm -hmm. excuse me, um, major, mm. major influences, and and for two very important reasons. One, one showed me how to function in the world, and one showed me how to become what you want to be in the world. Mm. Um. <laughs> my dad yeah, is an entrepreneur. My mom was a nine to fiver. And the two, I think the, the, the different disciplines that go into being excellent at both are what have now made me. My sister and my brother, my brother's a teacher has been for as long as I've been alive, which is 30 years. Mm. And my sister, who also went into the entrepreneurship space, but also is a nine to fiver, massive influences on me. Um, and then I'll name some people who've been great on my journey. Jake Hayembe, uh, Dimitri. I mean, Jean Dimitri van Dijk, Matlatsi Sitole, Rifilo Ramohase, um, and then a lot of other great strong women who've really carried me in industry. A Rorisang Sitlochelo, a Ramona Kayembe, um, Annette Nyande, so many different human beings have created this kitchen cabinet of people who mm. have really changed my life. Uh, Dylan Khan, massive influence. Tim Howard. Heck, so many mm. individuals, right? Mm. Then I'll speak on, and I'm sorry if I didn't mention other people, but <laughs> it is a lot. Um, 
people who I kind of mirror myself against, Oprah Winfrey, mm, please. Mm. And it's really not a cliche because she's such an important um, icon in black wealth yeah. or in the creation of black wealth simply because she used her talent, her prowess, her networking ability, her um, emotional intelligence and uh, I think her smarts to be able to get to where she is. She's the one person we can probably say, I doubt she slept her way to the top. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, simply because on her journey, she showed us every step of the way. She's gone from being a television anchor, well, radio, radio anchor to television anchor to actor to producer to business owner mm. and more. And it's just like, if she could do it, Mm. Who am I not mm. to, you know? And yeah, those are some of the people, mainly home-based people yeah. and then an Oprah. And you know what? The One of my favorite things that I've heard from her is that she says, we all have the same 24 hours as mm. Beyonce Ooh, does. Uh, so. I, I've learned. <laughs> maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said it. But... Continue. Yeah. Um, first of all, I need you guys to go and Google all of those people because they, you need to check them out, right? Because thank you for naming them because you can get some really amazing nuggets from yeah. them. And what's so beautiful is there are some people that you've mentioned that have also played a role, a big role, big roles and small roles in my life. Yeah. So it's beautiful to see sort of the chain reaction of all of that. Yeah. Listen, Sibu is a busy woman mm -hmm. so i have to ask you the final and last question and i feel like this has to be a part one yeah <laughs> honestly <laughs> so yeah, much. Yeah. i'm willing to come back Sha. there's a lot to tell <laughs> um what is your message of strength to mzanti wow to the whole country mm. mm -hmm. mzanti could even be this the the wow. southern africa yeah yeah i'll say let's not give up on the dream. Um, we are all deserving of the fruits of the tree that is South Africa. Mm, mm. Uh, you know, the Freedom Charter <laughs> speaks to the fact that the land belongs to all who inhabit it. And it really does. And this is not me going into the politics of the land issue, but it is to speak to the benefits of what this land can produce belong to all of us. We have so many smart people, so many people with ideas, so many people with ability, so many people with the strength to do the things that need to be done. And ours as a nation, as a people, young and old, black and white, Indian colored, Chinese even, is to not give up and don't let the things that make us different come in between us. Mm. Let us focus on the things that make us the same. And that is the need to survive, the need to flourish, the need to self-actualize, mm. the need to be happy. Um, bring us together. Whew. My goodness. I, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave, but we have to. Thank you so much, Sibu, for joining us. Thank you, Sibu. We CB. appreciate you. I, I like it when other people say my name. It sounds really good. <laughs> All I'm going to say is please comment down below if you on YouTube. Yeah. Who you think the... The well, man, 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 man
Then who deserves the name Sibu? Fine, please comment below. We're on YouTube, so you guys know what to do. But but Sibu Panza, exactly. It is the platform, it's but it's, it's Sibu M. Yeah, both I'm of Cibu you are M. Cibu M. Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be Just fine. Comment. If you're um, listening via the podcast, yeah. I don't know how you're going to, but it's let us late. know. Yeah. Oh man, I've had so much fun. Thank you very much, Lira. It's always a pleasure. To have you around with your pretty face and your smart brain. <gasps> Guys. It's unbelievable. Guys, when we talk about builders of bold ambition here at the States of the Strong, we're talking about people like Sibu Mabena. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Uh, thank you so much to Bull Brand for having us. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.